Hello, and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Creative with Lauren LaGrasso. This is a show to help you make creativity the filter for your life. Redefine your relationship with fear, which we're going to get into a lot today, talking about the coronavirus, and really through these things, step more fully into the essence of who you are and claim your right to have a dream. And today, it's going to be a solo show. I'm talking all about what's going on right now because, listen, this is what's on everyone's mind. I don't see any point in talking about a different topic when this is what we're all thinking about. And there's a few things I want to hit today. I want to talk about the fear that I've been experiencing and that I'm noticing in the world, some wake-up calls that this has brought for me and how you can kind of figure out what the wake-up calls are in your own life depending on the fear that you're going through, some tools you can use to get grounded and out of fear. I did this amazing workshop yesterday about how to get basically like back in touch with your body and out of your head and anxiety and it's called self-regulation. It helped so much and I really want to share those with you. And some ways to increase your creativity while you are in this self-quarantine. Because this time, while it is anxiety-provoking and racking in so many ways, there's no better way to get through that than to put that all into your creative life. Maybe you keep talking about how you don't have the time to do your creative projects or you don't have the time to start your side business. Well, here we go. Nothing but time, honey buns. So I think that really, more than anything, this is a time for reevaluation. So I want to get into all of that, but I unplugged my headphones. <laughs> oh, and before we get any further, it might be worth noting that I'm currently in a unicorn onesie. So just to give you a quick visual. <laughs> yeah, to be quite frank with you, I have been in a state of high anxiety and it really hit ahead on Friday of last week when I realized I might not be able to see my parents. And this, I guess I didn't realize, is one of my biggest fears is not being able to be with my parents when something drastic is happening. And they're in Michigan and I'm in California. And, you know, it's not something that most of us think about when we move across the country, if we are close to our family. You know, we think, okay, well, maybe I might not have the money to see them as much as I want to, or it might be harder. The distance between us might take longer. I might only be able to do it a few times a year. You never, or at least we've been so blessed and so privileged in this country that I, up until this point, have never thought about a possibility of literally not being able to see my parents, of having to choose between getting on a plane and maybe getting myself sick and other people sick or maybe being apart from my parents for months or even a year or I don't know. We don't know how long any of this is going to take. That's part of what's so nerve wracking about it is that we don't know how long it's going to take. And so Friday, I had this huge wake up call when I realized that that's what's happening, that there is this huge amount of distance between me and the people who I love the most in this world and that there's nothing I can do about it right now. And, you know, I panicked in the moment, not going to lie. I cried hysterically at work. I was recording a goop session and <laughs> the host was like, I think you're stressed. And I was, usually I can really hold it together. Like no matter what's going on, I keep the storm beneath the surface. But that day it was just like it hit ahead. And by the way, if you are you know, obviously, hopefully all of us are self-quarantined at this point. But if you are in a social setting and you 
overreact or whatever. Don't put a judgment. Don't say overreact. But like you actually have a human emotion. Forgive yourself during this time. It's a wild time. And we're reacting in ways we wouldn't normally because this is so new. And it's just it's overwhelming. I put out a tweet the other day. It says, doesn't it kind of feel like there's nothing and everything to say at the same time? And that's really what it feels like. It's like, it took me so long to even like muster the courage to talk here because I really, I don't know how I'm feeling because there's so many things that I'm feeling that it's hard to pinpoint one thing. But that day I just let it all pour to the service because I couldn't handle it anymore. My body was a pressure cooker at that point and the emotion had to come out and I started sobbing, crying. And what came out when I said I was stressed was, I'm just stressed that I won't be able to see my parents anymore. I won't be, I'm not able to go home and I'm worried about them. This thing is, like I said, very scary. But what we need to do is let our fear inform us. So what is the biggest fear that this is bringing up for you? My biggest fear was that I wasn't going to be close enough to my family. So what this realization has brought to me is that I need to find a way in the future after this is over, God willing that it's over and that we all make it through okay, you know, positive thoughts we will, that after this is over, I'm almost looking at it like a near-death experience. I'm going to live a life that is much more on my terms. I'm going to put myself in positions either in Michigan or here to be closer to my family because what I realized throughout all this is that it's not worth it. None of it is worth it. If you can't be with your family and with the people that you love, for me, that's paramount above everything else. And I've been prioritizing all these other things. But I think what I've realized is that like everything can be stripped of you. And I first realized it when I read Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meeting. And he talks about how basically like everything can be stripped away from you at any moment. His his story's about, it's a very, very different situation and you can't compare the two, but he talks about how when he entered the concentration camps, he was no longer a doctor. He was no longer a scholar. He was no longer anything. All he had was his connection, his like love for his wife and his family and his connection to God. And who he was as a person, but the labels he put on himself no longer mattered. And I think, you know, we spend so much time thinking about who we are in relationship to what we do, but that's not really real. And so I'm thinking about who I want to be on a deep spiritual level right now and how what I do can serve that rather than the other way around? What would serve my soul? What would make me feel like I am living a life that is so deeply steeped in meaning that there's no space for regret? And that's what I want you to think about right now, you know? For me, what I've realized from this situation is being with my parents and closer to them at least will help me achieve that purpose because I am a person who is led by love. And then I also want to have more freedom in my life. I want to have a situation with my job and my life and my passions that enable me to have that kind of freedom and to really live more on my own terms and to live a life led by compassion and not be so beholden to other people and, of, and ideas of what I think I should be. 
So I would say whatever your deepest fear reaction to this was, you know, let yourself feel it. But then, you know, zoom out for a minute and ask what is the meaning underneath it? And obviously, like, there's triggers that we're having and, you know, like, there's lots of different things going on. But, like, what is the meaning underneath it and what can you do if if it is coming from a deeper, truer place? What can you do to help get closer to who you are when this is over? Create an action plan for yourself so that you can start to live a life that is more aligned with your deeper, truer self. Hopefully that made sense and wasn't too woo-woo. Uh, <laughs> It's a lot. <laughs> and please, 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 if you're not already doing it, I'm really begging you, practice social distancing right now. If your work is asking you to go in, if you have a, like, a non-crucial position, I get it. If you're like in the healthcare industry or you have something where you absolutely need to be there and they are taking measures to protect you. And guess what? If they're not taking measures to protect you, you better speak to your HR representative. You do not have to deal with that. No um, social gathering is worth it. You need to protect yourself and others because we have the absolute power to stop the virus from spreading more than it is right now. So the more we can stay in and contain and quarantine ourselves, the better chance we have for this to be a much happier outcome in the end than if we go out and choose selfishness right now. So please stay inside and be creative. <laughs> that said, staying inside does have a lot of issues. It's really interesting for me, like part of the stress has been that work, like my producing job hasn't gotten slower. In fact, this has been the busiest week of the year, if not like the last 365 days in general, not just 2020, but also 2019. And I mean, that's because a lot of people suddenly want to put out Corona content, which I do get, I do get, but it's like on top of the re already regular content. So maybe if some of you are dealing with that too, especially if you're in your, you're in a creative industry where you're a writer or you're a producer like me, or you're a content creator, like you're having to have more output right now because of the happenings in the world. And while this time has been so unbelievably busy and stressful work-wise for me, I know I'm very privileged, even with all that stress, because so many people are out of work right now. And certainly a lot of creatives, a lot of freelancers, if this is you or somebody you know, first of all, if it's you, please, please take to your Instagram and, and Twitter, Facebook and talk about it. If you talk about it, then other people can help you. And I, what I've been doing for my friends that own small businesses or that are out of work is publicizing them. This is a great time to use the internet for all the beautiful things it does. So if you've got a friend who is in a dire situation, they're out of work, they're not going to have a way to make money and make their rent, you need to bring attention to what they do and try to help them out. Um, this is also a time for you to start getting really creative and thinking about ways you can make money online. Like my friend Jessie, who you've heard on the show, she is a musician. She doesn't have live shows anymore. So obviously go listen to her music, support her music. But another brilliant thing that she's doing right now is taking to the internet and teaching music classes. She's teaching voice lessons and piano and songwriting, all kinds of things online. So if you've never been entrepreneurial before and you're finding yourself out of work, this is a great time to tell people that you need a little bit of help and 
don't be proud. Like people who can help want to help, even if that's just bringing attention to who you are and what you do. And number two, think of ways you can kind of take what you do and make it into a service that you can put out on the internet. So that's like an extra stress on top of everything else. There's already enough. You can like feel it in the air. Like, and you know, it's it's weird right now in LA, the skies are overcast and gray and it's been raining every day when we've had like a beautiful winter with barely any gray skies, mostly sunshine, barely any rain. And I almost wonder, is it possible that the people's energy is affecting the sky? It's palatable what's going on. And so, of course, as a sensitive person, as a creative person, you're picking up on that. And it's overwhelming. The news is, it's important to know what's going on, but it's just a perpetual cycle of one thing that's worse than the other. So first of all, give yourself breaks from that. Give yourself breaks from social media because it's almost all Corona content right now. If you are on social media, try to find somebody funny, you know, like try to find someone that brightens your day. Uh, You want the factual information, but it's also really important for you to be able to laugh during a time that feels so dark and when there are so many questions. Something that's just kind of simple might be a good step. And then there's some things that I learned in that workshop I did the other day. So obviously meditation is really great. This wasn't something I learned in the workshop, but I've recommended Abraham Hicks meditations on here before. There's one I've been doing every morning for physical well-being. I will be happy to post it, but just type in Abraham Hicks meditation, physical well-being, and it should pop up as one of the first things. So I want to go over some of the things that I learned in the workshop. The person who led it talked about your vagus nerve, which is what basically regulates the parasympathetic nerve system. Basically, I don't really fully know what that means. I'm going to be honest with you. But suffice it to say that when I stimulated it, I really calmed down. So what you want to do is take one hand and start out like right below your Adam's apple or like the area that the Adam's apple would be. And then it's like that little, it's like the right in between the clavicles in the neck and, and move your hand down like you're petting, like the pressure you'd use to pet a dog down to right below your sternum. So like right where your breasts are. So you're going to just take your hand and start it there and just do that and do it for as long as it feels good. We in the workshop did it for about five minutes. And while you do it, you let out a sound. And the sound also helps you get some of like maybe the trapped energy out in your body. So it's like a (sighs) while you do it. And it can become an ugly sound. I'm not going to do all of them into the mic because I'm going to spare you. But there were some sounds that came out that were like deep cries, groans, whatever feels natural to come out. Definitely. I mean, obviously, we're all self-isolating. So you can do it alone and not feel like you need to judge yourself for whatever sound comes out. But just keep doing that as long as it feels good. And by the time you finish, I mean, I feel like I had a super high blood pressure all day yesterday because of how stressed I was. I worked all weekend long. And on top of that, I've I've been very obviously upset about everything going on. So if you just do that at the end of it, I felt like a completely new person. Another really interesting thing this woman had us do, and I'm going to get her name for you because I want you to be able to look her up. She was awesome. Um, But she had us stand up and then picture highlighter, like, you know, a highlighter that you would use to highlight a book or article. So picture your hands as being filled with highlighter, like a color of highlighter. 
And in order to get back in touch with your body and kind of like grounded and out of your head, she had us touch our hands to our body and paint in every part of ourselves. And this was one of the other things that I found most calming because like anytime I was feeling detached from my body or detached from kind of not reality, but in a way reality, yeah, detached from who I was, I remembered that like highlighter outline and you pick a color that feels true to you. So I picked a lavender or a light purple and you would picture that and remember like, okay, I'm in my body. I'm okay. Another thing she had us do, which was so helpful was she, well, after we did the highlighter exercise, she had us stand up, stand tall and said, picture yourself with a straw in your mouth and you're breathing in the essence of who you are. And something about doing that just got me like, okay, I'm here. I'm, I'm reconnected. I'm Lauren. And it got me thinking about, you know, while I was doing that, the things that I love about myself, what I aspire to do, who I aspire to be, to remember to stay in who I am and my connection to spirit and, and to get out of fear and into who I am, what I came here for, my connection to spirit, my connection to others. Another thing from the workshop, close your eyes and visualize your body and try to find one place within your body that feels safe. One person brought up this beautiful image. She said, I pictured my stomach. My stomach felt safe when I did that visualization. And I actually pictured like myself resting inside my stomach like a baby inside the womb, like almost like she was mothering and nurturing herself. And that was just actually such a beautiful image to me. I couldn't think of anything that felt safe at that moment just because I had been spinning so much. And when I saw that, heard that image, the picturing yourself in your own womb. And for guys out there, you know, I know you don't have a womb, but you can imagine, you know, picture maybe picture yourself in your shoulder, wherever you feel is safe in your body. But that image really, really helped me. Some other things I've been doing, you got to make sure to move your body, whether that's like you walking around your house or apartment or doing Taibo on YouTube. As I keep stating, I'm like Billy Blanks's unofficial publicist. Every Taibo video from like 1998 until now is on YouTube and it is free and it will kick your ass just as much as it did in the 90s. So you should get on there and check it out if you're looking for a workout because your gym is closed. Um, also dancing. I've been dancing um, at least every other night, almost every night for 30 minutes. And it's so much fun. Talk about getting back in touch with your body. man. That's like an instant thing. And it's just so it's, it's like instant joy, instant joy. And we need that right now. It's really, it's a little difficult to find things to be joyful about when we feel like our freedom and security has been taken away. So definitely dancing is one of those things that gets us back into like our child self and just feeling instant good energy and releasing also all the tension in our body. And I highly recommend praying. Pray every time you feel nervous. If you don't pray, think a good thought. Think about something that you're excited about. Think about a way that you might be able to utilize this time to get closer to the person you want to be or the creative you want to be. There are so many things to still feel joyful and hopeful about, even in the midst of all this. And really, I think the thing that I feel most joyful and hopeful about is the fact that this has been a wake-up call. And 
that I'm going to live my life differently and more on my own terms after this. So what has your wake up call been? But also on a smaller level, like, did somebody smile at you through your window today in my apartment? There's this really cute little boy that lives next to me. His name's Avery. He's such a gentleman. He's like six years old. For my birthday, he drew me a, a, a cute little drawing of me and him and a unicorn, which is very on brand because I'm in my unicorn onesie. <laughs> he didn't know that I have this. <laughs> Suffice it to say, he's a sweet little kid. And yesterday he waved at me through the window and I felt so much better. I'm like, oh, I am still a person. Right now we need to do things to remind ourselves that we are people, you know? And whatever you can do to get in touch with that, it's really important. Okay, now to ways to increase your creativity during this time of lockdown. I'm going to read you something that I saw from this account on Instagram called Sarah Blakely. And my friend Steffi shared it. Hi, Steffi. I love you. <laughs> so this is the quote. When the Great Plague of London was going around in 1665, Cambridge University shut down and Isaac Newton was forced to stay home. During this time, he invented calculus, parts of optic theory, and allegedly, while sitting in his garden, he saw an apple fall from a tree that inspired the understanding of gravity and the laws of motion. If that is not a good enough reason for you to start on your own creative project while you are sitting in your house, I don't know what will be. I got chills when I was reading that. This is the time. You know, we're all so hungry to connect right now. We are hungry to connect. And there is no better way to connect than expressing yourself through your creative outlet. You want to write a cookbook? Start writing down those recipes. Take pictures of everything you're making. You want to write a song? write a song. You want to start your business? Start your business plan today. This is awful. What is going on is awful in so many ways, but don't let it be awful in every way. Let it be a time when you remember who you are and why you came and let it be a wake-up call to you to go toward your creative life. You're staying inside. You're taking precautions. But while you're inside, you don't need to shrink. You can expand. And the best way to do that is to share who you are through your creative lens. Whatever you've been saying you're going to do tomorrow because you don't have time, do it today. Start it today. That said, it is really important to get inspired by other things and other people. So definitely FaceTime your friends and family during this time. You can actually, me and my friend Steffi, who I just referenced earlier today, we were going to like call each other and do FaceTime karaoke, which would be really fun. We're going to do like fake cooking shows over FaceTime. We want to start playing games. I, me and my ex-boyfriend used to play this really fun game where we would make up a word and then we would have to like make up a definition of what it meant. No one won or lost, but it was just really funny and fun. That's a that's one you could play on FaceTime or in person if you're quarantined with with another person. Cooking is such a great way, especially because we're going to have to like, you know, once we get our groceries, stay in for a while. So you're going to have to find a way to cook more creatively with what you have. So this is a great time to try out new recipes and just let yourself be free as much as you can. Maybe re redecorate your room with what you have in it already. Try a different hairstyle. Do makeup tutorials. There's a million things we can do. I'm just saying like, this isn't a time to sit inside and shrivel. This is a time to sit inside and grow. The windows might be closed, but the blinds can be open. That's not a saying, but 
Anyway, you get what I'm saying, right? Like a plant can still grow when the blinds are open. So you're a plant and grow, baby, grow. (laughs) Creatively and otherwise. Journal. This is a time to journal. I have such a hard mental block against journaling, I think because I hate slowing down. But this is the time to allow yourself to slow down. Get the rest you need. Have you been not, I mean, it's hard because I tweeted the other day. I'm like, I guess I'm just not going to sleep anymore because <laughs> it is stressful. But I know so many of us have been complaining about I don't get enough sleep. Well, you know, now that your bed is also your home office, it's time. <laughs> oh, one little last thing. These are abnormal times. So forgive yourself for making decisions that you might not usually make. Now, I'm not saying like forgive yourself for like ripping a roll of toilet paper out of an elderly person's hands. That you should never do, no matter how panicked and desperate you are. I'm more talking about like feeling like you're regressing in a certain way, like full transparency, like my ex-boyfriend is in the next room right now because honestly, while we are not together... He is still my family and I needed someone I knew I could rely on during this time and I knew he would be it and he's my he has been my rock throughout all of LA. And so while maybe, yeah, like technically it's not the most healthy thing in the world for moving on for either of us, it's also what I need right now to feel safe. And so we've quarantined together for the moment. I know a, another person who is living with a friend and that friendship hasn't always been the healthiest relationship, but they've always been able to count on each other. And the one person who moved in with the other person was in a really unhealthy environment before. So they needed to get to not literally like it wasn't like it was a Corona infested apartment, but it was like emotionally unhealthy. And she needed to get to a place where it was healthier for this lockdown. So she moved in with that person. And, you know, it's like, you have to forgive yourself, even if it looks like regressing, it's probably not if it, if it feels right right now and you're not doing it from a place of fear, you're doing it because it is the right decision and it's going to make you feel supported in some way, it's okay. But as long as you're honest with yourself about the places in your life when you're maybe doing something that's like hypocritical or that is regression in some way or that you wouldn't normally do but that you're doing because of these weird different circumstances, then it's all right. Forgive yourself for those little decisions you're making right now because of the completely different, unusual position we're in that we've never before been in in our lifetime. Anyway, I think that about wraps it up for today. This episode went many different places because my brain is in many different places. I still don't know everything I want to say, but overall, I think there's a few... main takeaways I hope that you got from this. One, it's okay to be afraid, but also let your fear be a wake-up call for what you want to happen on the other side of what's going on right now. Practice social distancing and self-quarantine. It could save your life and others. Use some of the tools that I mentioned to help yourself get back in your body, self-regulate, and also find joy and peace during this really turbulent time. Use this time to get into your creative life and make plans for what's on the other side of this. 
and do some of the fun things that I mentioned to help you increase your creativity. The world, even though we're living in small containers right now, the world is our oyster. Also, I'm excited to announce that a month from today, Tuesday, the 17th of March, so a month from the 17th of March, April 17th, I'm going to be releasing another single and it's a super empowering song all about really being a phoenix rising from the ashes. And I struggled with whether or not I should continue to go through with this, but I really feel like people need something to inspire them now more than ever. I know people overuse that saying, but it's honestly true right now. If you're struggling with knowing whether you should put something out, I actually think now is a perfect time because people need something to cling to and to tell them that it's going to be okay and to make them feel like they're human beings. So if you're creating something and you want to put it out, now's a really great time to do it because we need things to make us feel hopeful and we need your voice and your vision and your ideas. So share them with us, please, because it'd be great to get some good news and you putting something out would be great news. So yes, a month from today, look out for my next single, all about rising from the ashes and being resilient, which is what I know you are and we all are. And we're going to figure this thing out and lead with compassion and empathy and we'll be okay. The human race has survived so much. We just got to keep being smart and listening to doctor recommendations. (laughs) So anyway, without further ado, I love you and I appreciate you listening. Rate, subscribe, review on Apple Podcasts, follow it on Spotify, tell a friend about the show, post it on your Instagram stories or on your Twitter and I'll retweet it or repost it. I'm at Lauren LaGrasso. The show's at Unleash Your Inner Creative. I love you and I believe in you. Thank you for supporting the show and me and let's all keep each other in our prayers. (laughs) All right. Talk next week.